Jam Podcast. Stay tuned in, you don't wanna miss it. Conversation that's so authentic. Come join right now, let's go, let's get it. The Way It In Podcast, based in the UK, and we got it popping. Talking about issues and so many topics. Never hold back, we gotta be honest. Talking out many scenarios and breaking down actions and the consequences. I admit it's getting intense with Wade hosting. You don't really wanna miss it. The Way It In Podcast, The Way It In Podcast. Let's go. Get you sent tucked under. Get, let me get let me get myself comfortable. Let me get myself comfortable. Alright, you ready? Yeah, is the light okay? The light, yeah, your light is perfect. Perfect. What about me, Mush? Bob on me old cobblet, Bob on. You ready? Yeah, let's go. Alright! <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, boys. relax, relax. Mm-hmm. Assalamu alaikum, welcome to episode 5 of the Waiting Podcast. I'm your humble, most versatile and most beloved host. Most versatile? The Yorkshire Gambits, aka Wade. And to my right, we have... We have the, the right-hand man, Abbasqueon. AKA that marathon man on IG. Yes, okay. And down below we have. I'm Cass, sneaks underscore, and underscore beats. Alright, guys, tell me since we last spoke what you've been up to. Mushy, I think we need to pan off this uh, what you've been up to question. You want to pan it? You don't want to tell us. You don't want to talk to us about your life. She, you're a young, single, attractive individual, Miokobla. I would expect you to be out partying, taking the birds out to Nando's. Super spreader events. He's double jabbed. He's vaccinated. He's got vaccine passports. You can hit all the clubs. You can hit them all. I am the super spreader event. Anyone who comes in contact with me, Mush, test Aye. positive. Later. Oh, yeah. And I hope that's just for COVID, we all come on. That's just for COVID. <laughs> as soon as I said that, I was like, that was awful. I'm walking to one there. And you did disappoint, Mush. And that'll be another clip for the Instagram. <laughs> all right, guys. All right. Okay, so let's get straight into it. Uh, last on the last episode, we talked about the rights of women within our community, and it's kind of become a bit of a prominent topic. But I guess it's such a dire issue within our community that it warrants multiple conversations. There was a statistic that I saw on uh, on Instagram, funnily enough, from the uh, what they call Al Jazeera news agency, and it was talking about uh, crimes against women within the Dalit community in India, and. So Delhi, obviously, are a low-caste community. Apparently, the caste was abolished about 70 years ago. Uh, but people who are from those areas of that heritage, shall we say, are still labelled as Delhi. And, and I just want to give you the statistics just to show just how big an issue, what kind of a mountain we're trying to climb here when we're trying to raise awareness for these kind of topics. So... It says an average of 10 rapes of Dalit women were reported every day in 2019. Every day. And that's reported. 
And we know that when it comes to these kind of crimes, they're, they're largely unreported. That same year, over 13,000 Dalit women were assaulted. 65% of hate crimes were committed against Dalit people in 2018. That's 65% of hate crimes in India were committed against the Dalit people. And a Dalit person was the target of a crime every 15 minutes. So why has this become a big topic recently? It's because a nine-year-old girl has been raped and murdered and the corpse was forcibly cremated. Uh, and the, the rapist apparently was a priest. Wow. Was a priest. Uh, and obviously it's not been widely reported. It's, it's not something that I've seen within the, the Western news. I know we're going to talk shortly about, you know, India and, and how the transition from the uh, red list onto the amber list. But I want to start with that, guys. Firstly, when it comes to these type of caste systems, can you just share with us about how prominent it is within our community? The, the thing is, we're talking about two different caste systems, though, aren't we? And I think, I don't know if you disagree or agree with this, but the caste system, how it operates in Pakistan is not exactly the same in, you know, it ha ha it's not the same as the caste system in India. And the reason why I say that is because they have different castes and it is based on kind of religious ideology. So they have your Brahmins and, you know, who are seen as like your your more higher caste people and uh, um, your, your Dalit caste, the one that you're referring to, is actually the untouchable caste. That's, That's right, how yeah. low they are, how, how they're seen as um, as being. So I don't think that there's an equivalent in Pakistan in terms of there being a untouchable caste per se. Um, I, I, I can't... Don't to be made there, but let's leave it at that. What? Pretty much name all the other castes that we're not part of, right? Well... I said there's a joke there, it's been yeah. lost. No, no, so I, I completely it's agree with you on, on the, the fact that it's not as... as nasty, shall we say. It's not yeah. as nasty. But there are within even within our community within our caste systems there are people that feel that they there, are higher no, than others. Yeah, there there is this sort of hierarchy and and not only that but you have people who not I mean I don't even think there's like a hierarchy in the sense that you know you'll have some people who are of a certain caste looking down at other castes but then you will have people of those other castes also thinking that actually, no, I'm on a par yeah. with or above. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a big difference there is so, hierarchy isn't like standardized as it is in India, right? In, in, in the Pakistani community, every caste believes their caste to be the best caste. And all the good qualities that they claim that, oh, yeah, this is what's so good about our caste. We're brave and we're smart and we're loyal and trustworthy, whatever it is, each caste would say that they have those qualities. So it's just the historical thing that they belong to a certain caste to begin with and maybe they want to, you know, maintain family ties. Whereas in India, what the way Abbas described it, it is a very much a, this is caste one, two, three. It's like your social piece. structure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there is. There, so there is a very big difference in that perspective. How, how do the Indians go about raising awareness then i mean uh, ultimately as part of south asian heritage month we we want to try to do something and to highlight particular topics within our community fair enough it's not as prominent is perhaps not as standardized etc 
but it's and largely it is dying out i feel within our communities over here over here in the uk right i would agree i would agree with that but i think some people even over here see it as an element of their identity agreed agreed um yeah sorry go on but with but with certain cast like you mentioned about the dalit community they they can't cannot shake it off yeah like i say it was outlawed apparently about 70 years ago all right taylor swift but carry on hey <laughs> shake what? it off shake what it off okay. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> i've never watched taylor swift and no it's in like straight straight straight, straight <laughs> on you just gotta give me some hardcore underground hip-hop yeah, type yeah, of yeah, yeah. Right. 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 we have it is going to be shake it off 100 <laughs> percent also your Spotify yearly rap every year is it? Number one, shake it off and <laughs> another Taylor Swift hit, which I can't even think of. <laughs> yeah, go on, sorry, Cass, you were saying. Uh, anyway, carry on. I don't know where I was. I think I think uh what you're you're asking you were asking what can they do to raise awareness or or have that education. I think you're right in the sense of I think as time is going on, people are not putting as much emphasis on it. So the big thing in our community, the Pakistani Kashmir community here, especially, was the big thing. The big no-no was you don't marry outside of your caste. That's getting buried. Do you know yeah. what I mean? People are, people are getting married to whoever they want to get married to. You know, uh, they don't necessarily even have to be Pakistani or Kashmiri. They can be, you know, they can be from other other nationalities and whatnot. So from that perspective, that that caste system is is being broken down, and that just happens with time. So to you know to potentially use the same sort of logic as you expect, you know, education, time, the modern youth won't be buying into it as much. Well, unfortunately, as we discussed last time, there are people that we know that are still buying into that culture and that community. So it's going to take a long, long process. And, you know, you were mentioning about how things have affected women and how women are treated in our culture. India has a massive problem with groping and rape and stuff like that, regardless of caste, just with just with how they treat their women. And it's just something that they've just got to educate, 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 educate to try and turn the corner. But it's not something that's going to happen overnight. There isn't a magic switch that anybody can pull. Unfortunately, it takes individuals to actually show by their actions and by you know by educating other people around them you know if you see your mates there talking shit about something you, you say you call it out you don't just laugh it off because you laugh it off you're not doing anything about it i think the difficulty we have and i'm not really offering a solution or answering the question you ask wade is that in cases so in pakistan and india the caste system has been mixed with religion so, for example, I'll give you, you know, I'll refer to the Pakistani caste system. You know, I've heard people say and reference like Quranic verses about being created in tribes. Like, the, you know, that's what God says that we created in tribes so that you may know each other or, you know, words to that effect. I probably butchered that. Um, thanks for the round of applause there, Cass. You should have, you know, audibly clapped. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, so... And then people use that and say, yeah, this is justification for our caste system because, you know, we're Rajay or whatever we are. That's our tribe, you know, and so we're entitled to kind of protect our tribe and 
you know, do what we want within our own tribe. And, you know, yeah. we can get to know other tribes, but, you know, this is our, you know, uh, and that's how they kind of, they use that as the springboard to kind of, yeah. well, not springboard, they, they use that as the justification to keep it going effectively. Um, but obviously I don't know enough about Hinduism to kind of make a parallel of course, point yeah. about, about that. But... So would you say that within our community back home, back in Pakistan or over here, whichever, that the issues that I've spoken there about the, the, the Dalit community, so about child rape, child abuse, um, uh, and, and obviously women abuse, would you say that's largely under control, at least stabilised, or maybe even under downward trend? I mean, again, I don't, I, I don't know the statistics, right? And mm. I'd be, t I'd be talking from a complete place of ignorance because yeah. I'm not an expert on this. But get I, off I would, the fence, hey, get off the fence. I'm not trying to sit on the fence. <laughs> what I'm trying to say, what I'm do is, you can say your people you are know, perfect. Can... Yeah, they're brilliant. No, I don't agree with that. There is a problem. There is a problem. We need to we need to address the problem. So the things that you're saying in terms of child abuse and rape of women and you know mistreatment of women, those are problems that you know you could you could take the caste system away, Agreed, and yeah. those problems would still exist. Mm. So just because those problems, you know, just because, for example, the stats that you referred to with the Dalit community, the reason why it's probably you know seen as the reason why they're probably targeted and they they can almost get away with it in a sense in India by targeting the Dalit community is because they are seen as the undesirable or untouchable kind of caste. So, yeah, I th I, obviously there is a massive link between the two in that particular context in terms of the treatment and the caste system. So yeah. that's the first thing that we have to do is try to unlink those two things. Agreed. So, Agreed. You know, firstly educate people about the caste system and you know promote kind of equality and uh you know all of all the rest of it but then also um you know they, people need educating about the way that is appropriate to treat children or women and let, let, let me let me let me read you a, a little passage so in my research oh, here before this, oh, here, oh here we go again <laughs> it was so it says this is from the Asia Times, right? Child sexual abuse and rape soared in Pakistan during this year's COVID-19 lockdown. Uh, the, according to the Sustainable Social Development Organization, estimated as much as 400% spike quarter-on-quarter in reported child rapes, sexual assaults, and often associated kidnapping cases during this year's second quarter, coinciding with stay-at-home lockdown measures. Uh, report points out 119 cases of child sexual abuse are reported in January to March, which increased to 576 April to June, representing an increase of almost 400%. Violence against women has increased by roughly around 800%. Uh, and more than 80% of child rapes and sexual abuses were committed in Punjab, followed by prevalences by Sindh, Khyber, Pakhtun and Baluchistan provinces. I'm, 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 I'm laughing because... You had these stats at your fingertips, and you asked me whether it's all under control. So no, that was, to you is... loaded, that was a massively loaded question. Uh, arguably, arguably, but what is what your feelings are? Because a lot of our people feel a lot of our people feel that there's not the certain things aren't an issue, or that as far as they're concerned, yeah, it was bad in the old days, but it's getting better. 
right? And that's what I wanted to get to from you. Maybe you have that same feeling. Maybe you don't. Yeah, but that but that's ignorance is bliss, isn't it? People don't yeah, actually know about these things and know about how the, how bad the situation is. So just because there are various improvements in you know quality of life, say in Pakistan for your average Joe, um, you know pe- people will then say as a result or you know part and parcel of that improvement will be a downward trend in terms of those stats that you've just kind of ran off there. So in terms of, you know, abuse of children or whatever it was, sexual assaults, that kind of thing. Um, but, you know, clearly that isn't true. But then how, how did that article that you read, did, did that cite anything to do with the way in which COVID might have had an influence over this? Because they were looking. Do, you mean, do you mean they got infected with COVID and they became randy? <laughs> no, what I mean is, <laughs> What I mean is, obviously, people there were enforced lockdowns, weren't there? Yeah. So, um, so they couldn't yeah. go out of town to have their abuse. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the point. No, of the so like, no it's, it's a fair question. I understand what you're trying to get at. I understand what you're trying to get at. You know, as in frustrations are building up or whatever. I understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not right. I mean, it's not not right. everybody's got Maybe a donkey not. at home. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, wow. <laughs> this podcast is taking a turn, isn't it? It's been like a massive turn. There's only going to be a short, light-hearted one, and then Wade stuck us straight in there with the donkeys and the villagers. It just became very... And also, can I just say, you do not report Wade to the RSPCA. <laughs> for the avoidance of doubt, he's never done anything to a donkey, as far as I'm aware. As far Whereas as you're aware, and also, <laughs> never, right? <laughs> It's just what I've I've seen on the news, you know. <laughs> I would not be participating in this podcast if that were not. Hey. Oh, part South yeah. Asian heritage month has to be the abuse of donkeys. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just physically, you know, they overload them. That's why I take it in. Yeah, exactly. What, what are you thinking? You know about thinking, you know, I've got a couple of sacks of rice. Getting <laughs> the donkeys feeling a bit stressed out. Exactly. <laughs> Kasim said not, uh, something about build up of frustration, and you said not everyone's got a donkey. <laughs> yeah, so, to, to, do your, to carry your workload. <laughs> <laughs> no, just going back onto topic, no, just going back yeah. onto topic. It's something that, yeah, you're right. It's, it's a problem. It's a big, big problem. And the fact that it's actually being reported is, in my opinion, huge. Because it's something that people would have probably shined, shied away from, as, you, as you've already alluded to. I remember there was a case last week um, that was on national news, not in here, over there, where a nine-year-old, I think it was, or two nine-year-olds, I think it was, got raped and murdered. And basically the bodies were there and they were just showing the families crying and saying, look, what, what's going on and whatever. It's a huge, huge problem over there. But I think the fact that it's making... The news means that the country is slowly starting to accept it and make ways on how to rectify it, I hope. Um, There was a a thing that you mentioned earlier, um, which is a whole other topic, and we probably should save that for another day, um, where you said it was the priest, on one of those cases that you mentioned earlier against the priest, and that's a huge problem in our culture. I think it's been a huge problem across the world, but in our culture, it's still lagging far behind where 
our religious figures are always put on the highest of pedestals, can do no wrong. You know, there's, there's cases in this country where the Catholic Church was one of the biggest abusers of children. But it's only started to come light over the last couple of decades or so because people are coming forward. And that pedestal, they've been knocked off their pedestal, pedestal if, you, if you know what I mean. And I'm not advocating that's what we do. You know, ultimately, these are religious figures. We should be treating them with respect because they do teach us on the way of our religions or whatever religion we follow. Yep. But they also can't have that cloak of invincibility either, where they can do no wrong. Agreed, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Hide behind. And but culturally, think, that's what people will hide behind, whether it's an imam or a pundit or whatever it is. That's what they will hide behind. And that's where we've got to be stronger. That's where we've got to be stronger. And there's a lot to unravel in that, a lot to unravel in that from, you know, when we were kids, we went to mosque and, you know, when the sticks come out. Can't see sticks coming out now. Do you, do you know what I mean? We've gone from... We've gone from... No, my point is, <laughs> now my point is the way, the way you are... The way you are treated and that cloak of invincibility being lifted. That's my point. Yeah. And I think, and I think that yeah, has to so the education. We're talking about education and we you know that that's very much I think like a <laughs> a patriarchal kind of way of looking at it. Uh, not that I'm going to be the token feminist of this uh podcast, but uh, it seems um, like that you I, are. <laughs> I, I, but but the point that I wanted to make is that I think one of the big things that we need to do, especially over there, is empower our women. Yeah, because the reason the reason why these things happen and have been allowed to happen for so long is because, you know, our women aren't taken seriously when these problems are raised. The men are believed over the women. Um, it's not just that, though. Uh, the, the women but, but, in the family won't let them come forward. Well, exactly, and, and the mother-in-law or their own mother said no. We come back full circle to last the last episode about the whole point about shame and respect yeah. and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, and and people cover these things up for, uh, you know, for the sake of their family's shame or honor or whatever. Um, yeah, we just okay. we we just we just need okay. to prioritize our women over that and our okay. you know our children as well. All right, guys. So. Moving on, moving on, and linked to this. Apple very recently announced that they would be scanning people's iCloud accounts for child uh, sexual abuse type of pictures, videos, whatever, right? So initially you think, great, fantastic. You know, we might bring out some of these dirty bastards. They've actually received a backlash over privacy concerns. Now, my question's gonna be, I suppose, do we have a right to privacy at the expense of allowing these pedos to go undetected? These pedos. (laughs) These pedos. Or or should we be willing to give up a bit of our privacy rights so that we can capture some of these nasty, dirty individuals. What do you think? I'm an Apple user and I'm all for it. That's it. I'm all for it. So so, so, so you're in in the school of thought of if you've got nothing to hide, 
Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Okay. At the end of the day, look, there's so much data that they already have. Okay. There's so much data with the iCloud and, you know, what, iMessages or whatever. Facebook is listening in. Do you know what I mean? There's so much information that they already collect. No, at the end of the day, it's not a, if you've got nothing to hide, you don't do it. The technology is there. It's probably been there for years, to be honest with you. But they're actually pulling the finger out and thinking, well, actually, we'll do something about it. I'm all for it. I'm not about the, if you've got nothing to hide, you've got whatever. So, 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 so why are you all for it then? Like Wade said, to catch these dirty bastards. Yeah, but so... The, the counter-argument is about the right to privacy, right? Yeah. You don't have no rights to privacy if you've got child sexual abuse images on your phone. And, but, and, but you're and assuming why... that they're only going to use it for that sole but purpose. Point, this is my point, Mush. They've already, they've already probably had this technology and they already have pretty much most of what you do anyway. They've got all your behaviour code, codes. They'll, they'll have, they'll know exactly what you're watching if they want, if they want to, right? You know, you go on, you go on Facebook, you go on whatever, and you're talking about something, next thing you know, you open up your phone and there's an advert for something that you were talking about an hour ago. That, Allegedly. I mean, happened. Facebook did deny. <laughs> did deny Even this, if you're not Facebook, you know, I'm not trying to single out Facebook. I'm just saying, do you know what I mean? It, this already happens. Already Isn't happens. That, like, to do with cookies as well, though? Yeah, so, but that's when you're browsing. But Mooks is talking specifically yeah. about when you talk about something on the phone. Yeah. And that was yeah. denied during a Senate meeting, I think, by Zuckerberg himself, I believe. But... Going back to it, they have the technology and there may be, whether they're doing it in the past, maybe they're doing it in other areas, etc. But they will now have a way to bring it out to the forefront, right? So it'll be used against you in a court of law. Assuming that they only strictly look for that type of thing, how do you know they won't expand it to any other it's area without slope, your knowledge? Yeah. And exactly. And then where do you stop? So it starts with that. They'll say, yep, that's what we're doing. And then it might be something else. And then it might be a case of, well, actually, we need to look at everything to make sure we've covered all bases. And how do you know then they're not going to misuse that information or, or, or subsequently anything else that you do? There's no way to regulate it. I mean, I mean you look at it another way. I'm going to use a really shitty example. But if you remember when the scanners came in at Heathrow Airport, right? And there was a few of them, dirty fuckers, they're looking at the women going through and they're taking those pictures of them. You know, because you can see straight through and they're like, oh, look, this one's got big tits oh, and this yeah, one's got yeah. this, like, said, right? They were doing all that kind of, abusing that power. They were utilizing it for another reason, right? I'm just using that as a small scale. So when you expand that to something as big as what Apple are proposing, there's absolutely no way that they are just going to solely... And, and also, one thing that they did mention is they would scan it against a list of known sexual abuse imagery, right? So things, stuff that's already been tagged or whatever. Apparently, that's only what they're going to be looking for. But when have you known a large corporation to actually tell the truth and stick by the sole thing that they, they said? Ben and Jerry's. Did they? <laughs> Because <laughs> you can still get a better Jerry's right now in the occupied states. What's your opinion on it, Mush? In my opinion on it? My, my opinion is simply this. We have, we have mechanisms in place currently, right? 
you, we don't need to constantly keep giving up our rights to privacy. I'm against, I'm against giving up more and more rights of our privacy because ultimately we give up far, far, far more than what we receive back in benefit, right? If you remember, I think there was a statistic whereby they put up a shitload of CCTV cameras and you're watched absolutely fucking everywhere. And it was something like only 5% of cases where CCTV imagery has been used has resulted in a conviction. You know, something ridiculous like that. You're being monitored everywhere. They want to regulate the internet and make sure everything there is being scanned and watched. And they already know far, far, far too much. And I don't want to go all willing on everybody and mention, you know, the state. Right, okay. The state, the the NSA, the FBI, the CIA. The aliens. <laughs> and the Illuminati. Bushy, you've, already, you've had the vaccine, haven't you, for COVID? You've already Double been jabbed. Yeah, I've already been vaccinated. Yeah. Bill Gates, so your right to privacy is well, Bill Gates is probably already wondering, why is he always just sat at home? <laughs> like, what a waste of a chip. <laughs> it must not be working. You <laughs> jab him again. We've had one of those uh, uh, anti-vaccine disclaimers pop up on the screen right now to say that this was just a joke. Please go out and get jabbed. Protect the, envi- protect the NHS, protect the environment, <laughs> but protect the NHS, save lives and save jobs. And you make sure that the production team is on it. <laughs> the production team, yo, save on, make sure you get on it. <laughs> but tell me, how much privacy are you willing to give up? I'm a small, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an ant. Nothing to hide, yeah. isn't it? That's, okay. So you got nothing to hide, yeah, exactly. That's the point I was making. So inadvertently, like, he, he didn't use those words, but that's the argument that he's running. Exactly, he's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 you know, I'm willing to sacrifice that freedom or that right to privacy in exchange for pedos being locked up. Yeah. Um, but you'll actually I, find it'll probably be an uplift of about no point no 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 one percent of pedos being convicted, and you now pants down on everything. Do you know what I mean? That they're fucking. There's no pictures of me pants down on iCloud. I'm good. There's no pictures of me ass on iCloud. I'm groovy. I'm groovy. Nah, it's it's a tough one to unpick, isn't it? It's it's one of them where there's validity on both sides. And it's, it's what do you do? Because it's a, it's a problem that you want to address. And if you have the technology, you want to address it. And how, But it's it's that whole case of how is it regulated? It's cost-benefit as well, though, have, They have access to all of that crap now, anyway. It's, it's cost-benefit, though. Like, you're giving them the explicit right to do that. Yeah. And what at what cost? So the benefit might be minimal, and that's the point that Wade's making. The uplift might be tiny. But what if um, the uplift is massive? Well, you know, what if straight away there's a 35 percent increase in. But history has told us that that's not been the case. Now, you're right. This this very instance, it might be that one time when it actually does create an an uplift. But the fact that they've told us that shit for such a long time, you know, everything's got to be recorded. If you say the word Allah, we on the phone and boom, they start listening in and they've got operators like clicking is clicking in the background. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Then listen to this right now. Now that you're straight it. away, they're on your yeah, debit cards checking. Did you buy any fertilizer and shit? You'll do anything to get the fucking listenership up, won't you? Yeah. <laughs> say all the dodgy words. And they say, listen to the Wayne podcast to get all your agents to listen to it as well. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, share, and subscribe. 
<laughs> yeah, like, share, and subscribe. And press that bell as well so you get a notification. <laughs> All right, Abbas, have you got a particular stance on it before we move on? Um, I'm with you, Mush. Um, I, I think, I, I, I feel uncomfortable giving corporations that kind of uh, power because, as you say, like, where does it end? Um, what the government bought the technology. Well, the government the same. Like at the end of the day, that that like that that is just it's a slippery slope, isn't it? It's an erosion of our freedom. Hey, they'd be worse in my opinion. Well, exactly. So much waste in the government that it'll, there'll be no safety or security. Hey ho! I suppose we we'll have to. We, we don't mind. Ultimately, we don't mind if, like you say, if there's going to be a large scale benefit. But they've got to sh you showcase that with the other things. I mean, do you remember national ID cards? Mm. I think that was a Blair government. We must be going yeah. back a bit now. Yeah, but they, they never introduced them though. They never introduced it, but there was the discussions there, and people at the time were like saying, you know, there were some that were like, oh, "This is a great idea. Yeah, everywhere you go, you scan this fucking card." No thanks. No thanks. Not here. Not today. I use a different national insurance number every day of the week, don't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh <-oh>. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Going on to me, uh, the next thing. Right, so. Uh, going back now, so if you remember, whenever there's been an, a, an attack or something that's occurred, right, in the UK or abroad in Europe, always in the West, of course, and the perpetrator has been a Muslim, there's been a large-scale outpouring of, you know, condemnation from our community. They've been out on the streets. People have marched, etc., etc. There's still a lot of people that feel that it is right that we should, we must go out in onto the streets to show our condemnation of said event, right? Now, more recently, there was a, an instance where I think it was Bill Gates. He apparently traveled over to the Epstein Island and now he's coming out and apologizing that, you know, he should never have been, etc., etc. So my question is going to stem is, firstly, when it comes to our community and, and the atrocities that's happened in the past, should we be out there? Do we need to apologize? Do we need to show to the other communities that we are not a part of that? This isn't reflective of everybody. And secondly is, at what point and after how long should you, if you had some outside involvement in something? In fact, let, let's keep the Bill Gates one to one side. I'll come back to that one. So uh, should you be going out and apologizing as a necessity to show to the communities, actually, this isn't us, not in our name, all that no, kind of stuff? Apologizing because it's not in our name. That's not an apology. It's a condemnation. Yeah, but should you be out in the street? Surely that just comes up as a conversation. <laughs> I think it's it's a tool that has been used and weaponized by racists to say, oh, they're not saying anything. Why don't they why don't they condemn that? But as we've already alluded to several times, that's just the racist population. That's not the majority of the population. So at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure, and I'm not going to speak for you guys, but when you're shooting the shit with your with your mates that aren't Asian and it comes up in a conversation. You, you're not going to be supporting the, the act, are you? You're going to be condemning it anyway. That should be more than enough, in my opinion. If you want to go out and march and condemn it or whatever as a sign of solidarity and condemnation, that's different. But that, that's your choice to make, not because you have to do it. So that, at the end of the day, 
I think I think people are waking up and wising up to the way that we are portrayed. For sure, definitely waking up on, uh, to the way that we are portrayed, and aren't having it really. So would you? Would you go out? Would you say to look? By the way, everybody, that this isn't in my name. This is nothing to do with my religion, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Would you feel obligated? Would you feel compelled to have to say that to show maybe to your colleagues, to your neighbours, to your community? You know, look, it's got nothing to do with me. It all depends on context, though. Like, yeah. So, so Cass told me to get off the fence earlier. So I'm conscious that I don't want to be, appear to be sitting on the fence again. But you, like, but for example, get back on it. No, so what I'm saying is like if something happens here, straight back on that fence. Let's just let's just use Manchester, the you know the Ariana Grande example. I would have been, and you know, I, I think I did like uh, you know go to condemnation events and solidarity events just to kind of show to my community and be present in my community and say, look, this isn't about us, and you know we are one effectively. Um, but I don't think we, I don't think that there should be to do that for every single thing that ever happens on mainland Europe or around the world or whatever, uh, purely and simply because I think it's the, the what's more important is dialogue and speaking mm -hmm. about these things and kind of stripping away the kind of, um, the fear that people have about talking about these things, because I think at the moment, so I think we've spoken about this in the past, Wade. Um, you know, people are scared of offending each other because of, you know, the whole kind of PC culture and wokeness and all of this. Um, and because of that, they keep their thoughts to themselves. And I think that's the biggest thing that has caused division in communities is not being able to have that honest conversation. Warts and all, you know, and without, you know, if people are, setting off intentionally to try to offend people that's different but if they just want to understand then there has to be a level of understanding on both sides and a level of kind of compassion and patience and that's how bridges are built sure. just by kind of saying oh yeah we not in our name and kind of you know without actually having those conversations about things um i think just isn't really effective um and yeah i think it is it's mainly a you know window dressing or lip service because ultimately the community yeah. you, like we live in a, a non-muslim country we need to yeah. you know engage in that do you feel it's reciprocated by the other communities when the attack or whatever's happened is against our people it, it's not but the, 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 but the thing is We've, Would you then uh, look for it from the other communities? Would it, the but same it's not, way they look for it from us. But, but, that, but that's a boundary, isn't it? You're saying, you know, what about them? And, you know, what, what about when the shoe's on the other foot? Why aren't people doing the same for us? But if we don't set that example, then why, you know... How many so times, somebody's how many times are you going to set the example before they are... When I say they, I'm talking about any other community... Uh, should be compelled to do the same for us. There is a compulsion, but, but there is a compulsion, right? <clears throat> because everybody no. looks to us. Why aren't you out there? See that? And it is like they don't. They, they they don't. don't. I disagree uh, with you. Her name is uh, 
what's the name? The goal Katie Hopkins. It's them that are asking for it. Your mate Dave, who lives on your street, ain't asking for you to come and condemn it. Shout out, Dave. No, no, but Dave also lives in an Asian type of area, right? But if you're somewhere, I don't know, like Norfolk or whatever, shout you're not going to have the Asian community. I shout out to Norfolk. You're not going to have the Asian community there. So you're relying upon the media, which is Katie Hopkins, Tommy Robinson, and whoever else. <laughs> but it's not, though. But it's not, though. It's media today, You tell me that the, the average Joe is reading... Uh, uh, well, come on, man. What's his name from The Guardian? Who? Alex. Short guy. He, he, he's a big fan of Corbyn. <laughs> Are there fans of Corbyn in the media? What are you talking about, Wade? <laughs> You're on about Owen Jones. Owen Jones. <laughs> Owen Jones, that's the one. <laughs> right, you're telling me they're reading Owen Jones articles. Come on, behave. Do you think they're following him on Twitter? No, I'll, because... give an example. I'll give you an example, Mush, right? Of, yeah. yeah, you're right. The media is, is biased, but it's not as biased as you're making it out to be because I listen to the radio a lot, where, well, it used to especially. So I'll give you an example of how LBC, shout out to LBC, schedule works. So whilst I'm driving, you get it on. So you've got Nick Ferrari, obviously right wing, first up. Yeah. Then you get James O'Brien, obviously left wing. Then you get Sheila Fogarty, left of centre slightly more left than right and then it'll come to like Ian something or another not, not Dale. Ian Dale a bit more to the right so straight away straight off the bat you can see there over the course of a day they've given you 50-50 Cass, Cass didn't mention Majid Nawaz shout out Majid Nawaz yeah. <laughs> he, takes over, he takes over from James O'Brien when he's on holiday though doesn't he yeah, and I think he's got his own slot as well. He does, yeah. I'm sure, because I'm on the weekend or something. Yeah, yeah but yeah, but yeah. but to just to counter what your argument is there, I only only listen to James O'Brien, just right. because that channel's got God knows whoever else on it. Yeah. they're all the rest of them are a waste of time for me, right? I don't give Katie Hopkins any time of day other than the sound bites that come up on Facebook feeds or anything like that. But the vast majority of people are going to be the same. They're going to follow something, Rupert yeah. Murdoch's, you know, Lead, Sun, Daily Mirror, whatever else. So that's where they're going to be capturing from. So they're going to have a lot of that stuff where they're being told that, look... Th yeah, but sorry, the, point, the, the, the point that I was making is effectively... So what you're referring to there is you're, you're referring to an echo chamber, right? You're referring to Agreed, people yep, yep. kind of consuming the news that kind of almost reinforces what they already believe. Um, so the, the point that I was making about reaching out in your community and speaking to people and, uh, and is you, you're almost kind of removing people, taking people out of their own echo chamber and, you know, trying to build bridges across divides effectively. Um, and yeah, um, People in that echo chamber aren't going to be showing your condemnation, Yorkshire Gambit. <laughs> Agreed. You, you could take your top off and scream, I don't agree with this. You still take your top off. That's my point. So, so to the majority of the country and majority of the society that we live in, they're actually sensible people. They're actually very empathetic people. 
and they will they'll know that this doesn't need a condemnation. It needs a conversation. Doesn't need a com. It doesn't need a, an active condemnation. Of course not. And a lot of and a lot of round people kind of take it upon themselves to do it as well. Yeah. As in, they want to show that this isn't in our name, and they want to, you know, kind of um, almost in a performative way ha- carry out some kind of gesture to show that you know we're normal Muslims, we live with you, we live amongst you, we work with you, we're not, we don't condone this kind of behaviour and these types of actions. Classic James O'Brien argument yep. to the situation, right, is... Um, Here we go. You know, who, was a, who was a shoe bomber? Richard Reed or whatever his name was, right? Because should, do all Richard need to apologise for the guy who tried to blow up a plane? No, they don't. So why should this be any different? But do you seek it from other communities? No. Well, you must do to some degree because uh, I can't remember if it was you or Abbas that said this, but on a previous episode, you said how it was shambolic that people from the West never changed their Facebook things to an attack that happened, you know, like Christchurch or whatever else has happened somewhere else in the world. But as soon as something happens against their community, like in Paris or whatever, it's I stand with France, I stand with whatever else. So you must feel or think something about it when the other communities aren't standing up for your community. That's not about them standing up for my community. That's not me asking them for condemnation. That's that's me saying... Yeah. So that goes back to my first question. After how many times are you going to show solidarity with their communities before you think, hang on a minute, if you're never going to show it to me, then fuck you. For the voters of doubt, Kasim didn't put a France flag filter on his Facebook (laughs) at the time of the Paris attack. Boo! (laughs) No, but it's the whole whole thing. I bet you didn't put a Manchester B either, did you? I can't remember. Oh! Sneaks and Beats was only incorporated about a year ago. Yeah, we'll have to put a bumblebee up. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, just just to say, um, I, f- I forgot what I was going to say. What was I going to say? So the question is, is that you've you've previously stated about how the other communities oh, aren't yeah, showing the same level of solidarity. That was it. So we've been raised that you don't do something to get something in return. You don't give a gift to receive a gift. So you're not showing solidarity because you want them to reciprocate it. You're showing solidarity because you mean it. If you don't mean it, then what's the point in doing it? You wouldn't. That wouldn't apply to anything else in your life. Why would it apply there? Why does it not apply to anything? How, how many times are you going to go to work and you for your colleague, you're going to do the favour after favour. Don't, don't worry, mate, I don't want anything back. That's before you, No, but, or it, but it's an example, right? A friend. Somebody no, else, even with family, people are going to support I, 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 I disagree I with you. you for food. I'm, I take you out for food. I'm not expecting you to take me out for food in return. No, but if you've got my back, and then you again, second time, you show me, look, look, everything's going to be all right. Look, everything, I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you. And then as soon as you go through something, I've nowhere to be found. Second time, nowhere to be found. You're going to come out seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth time and be like, I'm with you. I've still got your back. Don't worry. Probably. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll take your word for it. But the vast majority of people, that wouldn't yeah, be the case. Probably, Solidarity yeah. is meant to be amongst brothers, right? It's meant to yeah, be for yeah. everybody to come hand in hand. And if you're not, then, then I get to a point be, where I'm like, well, fuck it. You don't want to be solid with them, though, do you? I, I don't. I don't bother with the Facebook shit. 
you choose your circle wisely, just going back to the nitty-gritty of you, me, boys, right? You choose your circle carefully. That's the difference. Yeah, yeah agreed. I completely agree. Completely agree. No, but the thing is, like, Mushy, you talk about, like, you know, wanting to be lefty, leftist, socialist, Marxist, whatever you want to be, right? I'm just, I'm just but, the Yorkshire Gambit, that's but, all. But, but, that, but the thing is, that's all about solidarity between, like, workers or whatever. And you can't... The whole point is, it's almost, like, selfless. You, you, you don't kind of expect solidarity in return, but it's almost a given that you get solidarity in return. Um, yeah, it's almost like unspoken. It's not an expectation, though. No, no, it's not an expectation. That's what I'm saying. So the first time you do it, it's not an expectation. Second, but after about four or five times, you feel it, and are you still willing or, or not expecting at that point that hang on a minute, you know, surely now, come on, that like we're going through some absolute dire shit across the world. And not once can you be bothered to change your Facebook fucking profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a duel, though. That's talking about, about the most serious topics. It does plenty, it does plenty. Because at least people become aware of what's going on, right? A lot of people don't know that some of the biggest mass murderers in the world are like white Christian Americans. Right, but they still are hell bent because of the media and everything else, and their Facebook profile pictures, which is where they get their news from these days. That look, this is Muslim related. Fear Muslim, fear Muslim, fear Muslim. But the thing is, right? I've had some very healthy, healthy conversation with somebody. So, um, a colleague of mine watched a Sky documentary called "Exterminate the Brutes," I think it was called. Right. And it was like a three-part documentary. And he literally said, I could not believe the atrocities that we have caused in the world. He's a Scotsman yeah. as well. So he's like, I can't believe my country, how, how much my country was involved in going out there um, in the empire and stuff like that. And that's somebody that I've, you know, I've known for years and who has never, ever... We've never ever had like a conversation about race. We, you know, it's 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 come up, but it's never been as deep as that. Literally pulled me. We were on the phone for over an hour. He was talking to me about this documentary and how bad he felt about where he comes from and why we're we not talking about this in schools and stuff like that. It just rolls back around to everything else that we've just been talking about, pretty much in every single podcast. Education. He saw that he goes, I was gripped on the edge of my seat. Guys in his mid forties. Yeah. Gripped on the edge of my seat because I felt guilty. I felt ashamed. I felt I felt embarrassed about how Scotland acted because we were the ones that were always sent. We were brutal. So we were always sent in before the army to go and do all the dirty work. And then the army would come in and sweep, uh, and sweep up. So something that's on my list to watch. But that that's what will happen. That's, that, things like that happen is, is, is when people learn themselves. That's when you'll get the empathy. That's when you'll get the solidarity. And that's why you probably do need the awareness. But I don't need, I don't, I didn't need him to watch that to have that, that for him to empower me or whatever it is. It was just nice to have that conversation with somebody. You need, you, you needed empowering, Cass. Indeed. Big time. And, and are I'm, you now empowered? No. 
But it, it sends out a statement, though, doesn't it? And you feel differently about a community if they were willing to show yeah. a level of solidarity with you. Yeah. I guess that's what I'm trying to get to. I mean, you mentioned that you alluded to previously that the, the Jewish community came out with their hats and curly hair. <laughs> Can we say that, curly hair? Can we just move swiftly <laughs> from whatever point? <laughs> the hat and the curly hair. No, but when you said when they came out in support to say, you know, look, this has nothing to do with our religion. This is nothing to do with Judith. This, you know, whatever their ulterior political uh, uh, reasons are. Occupation. Yeah, for the occupation, yeah. For whatever their reason are for doing it, it's definitely nothing to do with the religion, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you feel it differently because it, actually we become more aware and we can then show solidarity more so. But fair enough, fair enough. You know, some people want something back, some people don't. And I want, you know, if I'm going to scratch it back four or five times. Back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I'll, I promise this, I vow this, to never change my profile page <laughs> to something with a circle in it, regardless of what it is. Even with these new fucking NHS, I've had my double vaccine kind of shit. With a heart in the corner. Yeah, none of that kind of crap. Yeah. That's his next TikTok. I, I saw something on, um, TikTok. on social media oh, again oh. today about Rotherham United was saying, come down. They said, get a vaccine and get a free ticket to the game. And I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, I want to know, first of all, I've already had my vaccine. Can I still get a ticket? But also, there's got to come with an uplift. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's a pretty damn good, good incentive. There's a uni, University of Sussex are offering students, university, three university students, a chance to win five grand each yeah. if they get jabbed. So they'll go into a pot and they'll just draw three people out. So they've got 15 grand there, five grand each. But isn't it? isn't it... That's a drop in the ocean for it. Isn't it upsetting, though, that if it, it, only the back-end people who didn't give a shit to start with get the incentives? <laughs> I'm excluded from the five grand. Are you both double-jabbed? Yeah. yeah, but the thing is, right, they're the ones, they're the ones that uh, I, are getting it at the end, aren't vulnerable, <laughs> have no incentive to get it. Yeah. That's... <laughs> 5G enabled. <laughs> what, what do you call it? Anti, some of these anti-vax conspiracy theories crack me up, honestly. But yeah, um, you know, sometimes when you think, because since and this is no word of a lie, right? But I've had the double vaccine, and now I get this kind of ringing noise. Most of all, tinnitus. It is just, it is just. Do you know what it is? It's not, it's not tinnitus, Mush. It's those Beats by Drews. They're a bit faulty. <laughs> yeah, 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 they're a bit faulty. That's it. I need to get the, the real deal. <laughs> All right, guys. Last thing, just some light-hearted chaps. Cass, I'm, you're our light-hearted think... specialist. Yeah, sorry, go on. Oh, before you we get spread some more conspiracy theories. No, 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 no. Because uh, yeah, that's. I'll leave that to you, Mush. Um, on a light-hearted note. Oh, I recently watched the new He-Man series on Netflix. Okay. Have you seen it? I've not yet. Funnily enough, I actually binge-watched it today. Shit, I'm okay. not watch. Don't bring it up. Don't say anything about it then if you're going to talk about the actual thing because I need to start watching no, it then. No today. Spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. Actually, we'll talk about it once you've watched it because I don't want to influence your opinion. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's oh, Cass looked very pleased with himself, hey? For binge-watching it. 
No, I was I'm pleased that you brought it over. I was like, I got actually have to make a comment on this because I actually yeah, on the next one, on the next one. We will do that on the next one. Give me give me so some time to get it right. It should only take you about two and a half hours to get through it, Mush. It's like five half an hour episodes, if that. So to be up to date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then somebody was uh, I, I was checking online because obviously you recognize some of the voices, so I was checking the cast. And um some of the people, some of the actors who were saying that we're on it for like eight episodes. So I don't know if it's gonna come out in more episodes. So this is chapter yeah, this is chapter one, which is fine. No, I don't know what I mean by that is I don't know if more are gonna come out for this chapter. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because like there were some people there that were on there for eight episodes, some for six. And I, and I was like, I don't know, it's only five years, what the hell's going on? <laughs> Okay, well, right. we'll yeah. have to we'll have to we'll have to move on to Cass's topic then. We'll no. have to speak about I don't even know what my topic is anymore. It was something about Man U winning the league, wasn't it? The treble. No, yeah, we need to put a bet on for somebody. If anyone wants to take any bets on, who are Man City or Liverpool fans, because they'll probably finish above us. You were saying something to do with football, though, weren't you? Any Arsenal fans want to take a bet on who's going to finish above the league? <laughs> shout me out. That's like winning against yeah. Sheffield United, that is. <laughs> <laughs> There's more characters. Win for us. Yes, I'm away. Um, Where's Messi going to, Cass? Where's Messi going to? Yeah, big news this week was Messi, wasn't it? So, literally, uh, when that happened, uh, it was one of those moments where you just think, shit. Shit, like you just didn't think it was going to happen. We had a great at our club who left, but we kind of knew it was going to happen because he obviously wanted to go, gave us an extra year, and then book it off. You know, Michael Owen, Michael Owen, who's that? Luke Chadwick, (laughs) Ronaldo did most of his (laughs) training. Phil Jones is still there. And why isn't Fellini considered a great when he had to single handedly be our top striker under Van Hal? Exactly, and midfielder. Undefended. Like, yeah. That guy did everything. Massively yeah. underrated. No, but the big news obviously this week was Messi. Yeah. Uh, and me and my mate Ish, Ish was sending me long voice notes about never thought it was going to happen. Lost words. I was, you know, uh, he was like, we're not going to get, he's a big Liverpool fan. So he was explaining to us why Liverpool aren't going to get him with the whole finance payments and structure and whatnot. Massive news. News conference tomorrow as well, actually, at uh, 11 o'clock. So he's going to tell his side of the story. But he's going PSG. He's not coming He's not coming. He's not coming to United, unfortunately. He's going PSG. Maybe City. I can't see him going to... I can't well, would, you, would you want him? Would you want him at Man United? Of course. If you because... say he wouldn't, I'm dropping out of this podcast. But let's, wow. no, but let's, wow. not, let's look at it. How many people? How many people? Legendary players have come over recent years at that age and flopped. How can you compare anybody else that has ever graced this earth to Leo or Ronaldo? Ronaldo is the ultimate great, but I don't know if Leo still got it. To be fair, of course he has. Behave yourself. Behave yourself. You know when he comes in the Premier League, is he's going to get chopped? When he gets chopped, is he going to stand back up? Tell me that. Yeah. Nah, because he's not built like Ronaldo. He's like this little push, kid running around. Push. English clubs have been trying to chop him for the last 20 years. And they can't get anywhere near him. Or if they do, he just stands back up and bounces off him. Yeah, but he's older now. Okay, that's the difference. He's nah, older he's now. Better. He's better. He's brilliant. Brilliant. He's better. <laughs> take him <it. laughs> He's not right. hit his prime yet. Him or Eddie? Eddie what? Cavani? Yeah. 
Cavani will next season. Well, we've already got him, haven't we? But that's your main striker, yeah. isn't it? And he's going to bag us at least 20 to 30 goals next season. He's not going to play 20 games! 20 to 30 goals <laughs> next season. No, don't, yeah, but we're not going to play shit like Greenwood up front, are we? Do you know what I mean? Like, well, he's going to come on flop. 20 goals in the Premier League or 20 goals in total across all competitions? 20 to 30 goals, Premier League and Europa. <laughs> <laughs> Champions League, Champions League will be out. We'll be out because we still got that shit that is all in. No, I think uh, of course you take him. You'd be stupid not to take him. What you well, bring? Hang on, hang on. You don't on forget, he's not coming for free. I mean, yeah. the, the transfer fee might be free, but his salary <laughs> itself will be about what three fifty, three hundred thousand pound per week. Oh, no, more than that. Oh, even more than that. That's it. So that? that's that's the point, right? Is he worth that to our club? Yeah. Now? 100%. Think about the lot of shirts they're going to sell. Think about how much of a statement signing that makes. Think about what that's going to do. And then Listen, when you, uh, then you, you, when you don't bring it everyone's going to still laugh at you. Exactly. Uh, you said that about random Alfarcao as well, you know, the yeah, statements Messi, and all the rest. <laughs> when Messi comes to Man U and Man U only win the Carabao Cup. In a PSG shirt. <laughs> When he comes to Man in a PSG shirt and absolutely panzers 4-1 or whatever it's going to be at Old Trafford. That's what See, but their team's going to be scary next year, man. Absolutely scary next year, PSG. Whoever gets them is going to win the Champions League next year. We're out of City here, PSG. Whoever gets them, wouldn't it? Come it's on. getting ridiculous though, isn't it? The, the... the hot eight you're coming out with is just ridiculous, man. Barcelona didn't do anywhere, didn't do anything in the Champions League last year, did they? Look at the rest of the team. They get people like Brathwaite. PSG aren't great, though, are they? But they got to the final two years ago, didn't they? Where did they get to last year? Semi-final, was it? Don't know. Yeah, they lost to Man City, right? So they're gonna have Neymar, Mbappe, Messi, um, Verratti, potentially Pogba. If he goes, um, Di Maria, Ramos, yeah, Donnarumma, they're they they they're solid. Whoever gets Messi next year is going to win the Champions League. Do you think Absolutely. it's true that about? I know Messi had obviously previously stated that he was going to leave, etc. But Barcelona, who else is a Juventus? I think maybe Madrid are still part of that European Super League shit. Yeah. And as such, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, are they not still banned from the Champions League? No. So they're not banned from the Champions League. Uh, but they came out with a statement last week to say we're still in the Super League. So they've yeah. obviously gone over their contracts again and said, no, we're still in this. And I think that's the reason why Barca needed to be there. And that's probably why they dragged their heels over the whole Messi contract is because they thought, we're getting £200 million for that. That's Messi paid for. Messi's salary was £104 million a year. Salary, not endorsements, salary. Salary, yeah. Crazy. He agreed to go down to 54 million per year, but they were only going to pay him, they were going to pay him that over five years. Yeah, but that was also subject to them cutting other people off the wage bill, right? right? And getting rid of other high earners. Um, and no obviously they're struggling no to do that at the moment. Yeah, they're all over the Sergio said, I want to leave. Yes, yeah, I'd, I'd have Sergio. You, as if you'd come. I'd have Sergio Aguero. Aguero! 
the greatest Premier League moment was it of all time? Wow, wow. <laughs> that was absolutely amazing. Like a Truman, you fan. <laughs> no, but I mean, commentary-wise, I'm talking about the commentary. I'm not talking about the game. The result. It was, result. Uh, it was um, Van Persie's birthday yesterday. I think it was, and obviously United was celebrating, and they showed that volley that he did for us. And underneath the comments, Van Persie's commented back, back saying, "Thank you for the thank you, thanks for the birthday wishes." Now sign Messi. <laughs> Yes, RVP. <laughs> He's a beaut. Uh, what did I see? I saw Ibrahimovic put a post up about him and it's transforming into a red devil. And there was, I don't know, there were comments being made there about possibly Ibrahimovic returning. Would you take him? Nah. Yeah, well, that would be... Yeah, man, you, man, you sound like they're opening up a retirement home, aren't they? Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> that. <laughs> That's yeah, a good that's point, that. Yeah, how can you say that? How can you say that they're opening up a retirement home when look look at the ages of the team? Look yeah, at the get, team. get all the aging stars. Rashford, as well. 22, 23. Get in, Ronaldo. No, 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 but they're, they're, that's experience that you need. Rashford, Zidane under 25. Retirement. Rashford, under 25. Sancho, under 25. Greenwood, under 20. Pogba, 28. Um, McTominay, 24. Uh, Fred must be 25. Bruno Fernandes, 25. Um, Luke Shaw's 24-25 Maguire's 26 Varane's 28 How can you say it's a retirement home? Wan-Bissaka's 24 when you're getting all these ageing stars in Is the point that I'm making Giving them stupid money Fairy dust though, don't you? Fairy dust Sprinkle a little bit of fairy dust A bit of quality But you know with the, the, the players that you've mentioned there And the, the amount of youth how, how many goals do they give us? Wan-Bissaka one, right, which is which turned out to be pretty useful. I mean, Fernandez turned out to be our, our biggest goal yeah. scorer, right? You scored again today. I'm just pulling it up now. He, he scored 18, and after him, second place is Rashford with guess how many? 11. Yeah. yeah. Can, can we can we check? Cavani 10. Cavani the beaut. Ten. He's already matched Rashford and played less than a third of the games. Come on, Mocker. You tell me he's not the bee's knees. Can, can you can you tell me how many penalties Fernandez scored? Uh, for now, I don't know. It doesn't say. Seven. I bet it's at least ten of them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, your favourite, your hundred million pound superstar, that shit that is Paul Pogba, three. <laughs> Wembisaka well, got two. Wembisaka got two. Scott McTominay got four. <laughs> All against Leeds, I think. On, on par with Martial, who also got four. Martial was injured. But the problem with United has always been the transition. It's always been the transition. Martial's a bag of poo. What? <laughs> Do you remember that devastating that running really against Liverpool a few seasons ago? Yeah. yeah. The thing is, is quality. I think I think for us, it's just been the way that we play. Because we play with those two centre defensive midfielders, we're not creating enough. He needs to drop one of them and play with one centre defensive midfielder so you've got more transition through the pitch. Hopefully, Iran's going to help with that because he'll say, right, push up and play up there. You don't have to drop deep and protect us because with Lindelof and uh, Maguire, two slow guys, we, we were snookered on the, on the counter. So they just some, break, some breaking football news. Leicester City beat Man City in the Charity Shield. Oh, yeah! Leicester! Yeah. What's going on? 1-0. They, they scored a late penalty. City, City's team was pants, though. Was it? Yeah. Probably just treated it as a friendly. They do, don't they? They treat it as a pre-season. 
Yeah, but, but yeah. why are the pants? They they have the money to put out a second string team, which is on par with Leicester's first team. Look at him. He's he's going on about money again. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> and that hundred million pound Grealish, he ain't gonna do fuck all. Mark my, my words. I'm walking up to my oh, car radio. This is a bet to do. Grealish versus Sancho. Goals and assists. Who's going to get more? No, but San- Sancho. Is yeah, Sancho going to score? I did that bet. I did that bet. But between Grealish and Sancho? Or yeah. between... Uh, Grealish is going to play half the games, man. Who's the Man City big striker? Big striker? They have not got a Jesus. decent striker now. Yeah, Jesus, Jesus is their main striker at the moment. Holden. If they, when, they, when they get Harry Kane in, it's going to be a madness at the Etihad. Well, yeah, but I'll tell you what I'll give you. I'll give you if you want it. Raheem Sterling against your boy. Sancho. Against Sancho. Oh, you're going to lose that one, Mush. Sterling scored to give way more goals. Check how many goals Sterling scored. No, no, I'm Sterling. You're Sancho. <laughs> He's your boy. I didn't know your boy was Raheem Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, when did that happen? He's not even back in his team. Not even back in his team. Those beats by Drews have gone to his head. Yeah. <laughs> that ringing, that chip. That that ring. Ring. Yeah, that 5G, <laughs> yeah. All right, <laughs> oh, what's your predictions? Predictions for Man United this season. Predictions Cash, go. for the top four. Let's go. Yeah, top four. You're top four. We're going to write these down. They're going to show up and so it's going to bite you in the ass at the end of the season. Losers got to get shimlers. The point scoring. So for every position you get correct, that's how many number of points you get for it. Four for first, three, two, one. And of course, other restaurants that (laughs) are available. That's correct. Go on, Cass. I'm writing it down. What have you got? I'm not going by it. I'm not going by it. Um, Yeah, let's carry on. Other, other, mes- other Mexican restaurants are also yeah. available. So you want uh, uh, that place, the one that abused that customer that time on. <laughs> <laughs> is that video still on? No, that video is still on. I will, I will add it into the video. Add the link into the description. <laughs> I will do. Uh, but w- do you want soup or no soup? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, an extra garlic bread meal, China. An extra Obviously. garlic bread. Right, right go I'll on, Cass. Give, I'll give you a top four now. But the season no, starts... no, 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 no. It's top no, four listen. for life. No, no, no. I'll give you <laughs> You're done until episode 52 or whatever it is in a year's no, no. time. So I'll, I'll give you top four now, but I'll give you, because uh, I've not had time to think about it, but I'll give you another top four before the season starts, before the recording of the next podcast. Um, but I think it's going to be City, Chelsea, United, Liverpool. Wow. I don't want it to be that. I just think I mean, that's... you know, you've had a honker there, right? But, you know, fair <laughs> enough. This is going to be an easy shimmerless. Other chicken places are available. <laughs> go on then, Bush, you tell us what yours is. So I'm going to go with the main boys, the greatest team ever, United. Wow. <laughs> United are winning the league. Already lost. Okay. No, United. They, they they just need a, if they get the goals, I think they'll do it. I think with the addition of Varane, they'll. That that's that was the difference, wasn't it? Last season, ultimately, they were shipping in some easy fucking goals. 
So I'm going to go with United top. I'm going to go with City second because they've got to be there or thereabouts, haven't they? Okay. I'm going to go with Leicester third. Wow. I'm going to go with wow. Leicester third. Oh. I'm going to go with Leicester third. Okay. Now, oh. the, who 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 would go fourth? I can't see Liverpool have been shocking of late. Tottenham aren't doing anything. Arsenal, go on, plump for Arsenal, go on. Team Arsenal. Extreme win. I mean, really, it's between them three. I'll go Chelsea fourth. Yeah. Chelsea. Okay. So, about United, City, Leicester, Chelsea. And mine is City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Man United. Chelsea and Man United. So, why don't you boys back your own club? <laughs> well, he, his club plays in the championship, so that's the first thing why he doesn't back his club I, for the I can't say Chef, you're going to win the Premier League, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, the reason why I don't back our club is I think we're missing one one player. If we had one more player, I'd, I'd back I'd back Ollie. I'm nervous. I'm nervous about this season because I think we could do really well. I think we could do really well. I know Chelsea are strengthening and they're going to get Lukaku. Chelsea is going to get that striker that they needed. Another Man United flop. Yeah, but they're going to and they'd be smashed out Inter and 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 City are going to get Kane or Messi, aren't they? So I can't rule them out. City are not getting Messi. They've already announced it, haven't they? I'm sure there was. Yeah, we also said there. before the start of the transfer window, oh, we can't afford anybody over sixty million and blown a hundred million on. Jack. He said Greenwich was 40 million. He was saying, well, that it's 60 million they were getting in. What they made last year, 60 yeah. million. So yeah. they're only paying 40 million for him. And as, um, so, as a bonus, as a bonus, Man United Champions League final, final position. I'd say quarterfinals. This is worth five points. Quarterfinal for you. Go Semi final. You've already said Europa League, haven't you? So out at the group stage, finish third. <laughs> I reckon so, yeah. Or oh, last 16. I'm going to go with last 16. Just give them, you know, that little bit. Um, what I was going to say you. is the reason why I don't back Man U is because of Oli. I mean, we won't get into that because that is a topic on all on its own. But um, For another yeah. podcast, not our podcast. Yeah. We're yeah. all about the hard-hitting, tough situations. Yeah. <laughs> We're all about rape and abuse. <laughs> Which is not laughing matter, Charles. I don't know why you think it's, it's a joke. Doesn't sound right for midweek. We're all about. I'm going to repeat it because I'll get it repeated. All right then. Thanks. I'm just I, that that hand gesture was like, are we are we wrapping now, boys? Yeah, we're wrapping now, boys. We're wrapping. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to episode five. Don't forget to subscribe and share and click like and and everything else that you're meant to do on social media. One well, one thing that I think we should have added to our outro, so I'm going to just add it in anyway. Is if you got any views on anything that we've spoken about today. Stick it in the comments and whatever you're listening to. If you're watching us on YouTube, stick it in the YouTube comments and we'll respond. And also, if you're a victim of anything that we've talking about earlier on, <laughs> there will be a number posted today or contact that marathon man. <laughs>
Yeah, obviously we're not joking, but this is a lads podcast sort of shit. All right, guys, where can people contact you? Where can people find out more information about you, Cassie? So ho- hopefully the sound has been better this time around. As you can see, we've all uh, invested in these Rode speaker, uh, microphones. We have not been sponsored by Rode. We haven't been sponsored by Rode, but we'll be tagging them in. So hopefully we might be able to get some sort of rebate if we can. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you can catch me on Instagram, Sneaks and Beats, um, for all of your sneakers and hip-hop news. There was a big versus clash this week that we didn't get a chance to talk about, but we'll uh, we'll talk about that next time. And but you know when these clashes happen, share them so we can watch them. Did you I share them with me? I shared them on my story, so you obviously don't follow me. No, no, you shared a clip, but I mean there were just two fat guys there just doing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who the fuck they are. Yeah, you need to share it and tell us a little bit so that I can come on and pretend like I'm an expert. I watched it on Thursday night. I watched it, watched it on Thursday night from like 10 o'clock, half past 10, to like 1 o'clock, and it was just brilliant. It was like watching a show. Who was it? Who were the two people? So it was the Locks versus Dipset. So they did a New York one. And it was like early 2000s uh, underground hip-hop. So... Um, great times of Glazed Over. Locks and Dipset. I want to watch the Swiss. It's not the Beatles, man. I mean, underground hip hop is my thing, of course. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm not, I'm not East Coast. You see, I'm more West Coast. So name five West Coast rappers. Tupac. Yeah. Boom. One. Doctor Dre. Boom. Okay. Snoop okay. Dogg. <laughs> He's going, he's going okay. old school. Okay, yeah, I can't three. tell you the, the new day shit. That's three. That's but, three. Uh, I, I, ice Cube. Boom. He's just oh. going up. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm There you go, you are underground, you get red, you know what I'm saying? You get DJ Yeller, that's the kind of music I used to hip hop to in the olden days. <laughs> literally, literally, so what's the thing for me? Straight out of Anyway, 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 we'll get into the old East Coast, West Coast next week. Abbas, <laughs> where can we find you? Um, so I'm. Uh, that marathon man on Instagram. I've also just joined Twitter under the same oi, handle. Oi. Yeah, feel free to tweet me your views if you're on there and you'd rather carry on the debate on there. Um, so yeah, and if you need legal advice, you, no, hey, don't, if you need, <laughs> no, don't at me, bro. <laughs> he's gonna go straight to your boss. That's what you're gonna do. You gotta contact them, but don't contact them. 
guys, I'm the Yorkshire Gambit. You can follow me on Instagram at Yorkshire Gambit. I'm now on various kind of social medias doing some stupid shit on videos, like with again on Instagram and TikTok. Follow me on TikTok. Awful. Awful. And click like. Yeah. Even if you don't like it, just click like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, definitely like the glitch challenge that you recently recorded. So make sure you give that one a video. like. Like the, the video, subscribe to this channel, but don't like his TikToks. No, <laughs> we're, we're mush sweeping on the glitch challenge. And don't give me no abuse either. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if you don't like it, you don't like <laughs> it. Comment, like, <laughs> but don't <laughs> give me abuse. Abuse it. Let me just tell you this quick story before uh, before we sign off. There's one where there's a, a challenge which shows people getting ready. It's called like a getting ready challenge or some shit. And the vast majority are you know like women doing it, but there's our guys doing it as well. And it shows like them sticking on their makeup, blah blah blah. It's the before then after kind of thing, right? Mine, yeah. mine was simply uh, this is how a real man gets ready. And it starts off it's me. And then I do that and I don't transition into anything. It's just still like that because obviously blokes just, I just put water on my face in the morning. There's no cream regimen or fucking all that kind of shit. Right. It's just, no. that's it. This is it. Anyway, somebody commented and wrote, okay, misogynistic or some shit. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? That was my memory. I mean, that was a little <laughs> bit misogynistic, right? Because you were making a point. And he said, no, it would just be ironic. That's what I'm doing. And it's, it was a bit of fun, but I'm thank you. No. And I do not agree with Wade's views on this matter. Yeah. So you use, do you use Second chemicals and shit? <laughs> oh, you tell me. <laughs> that's, a, that's a conversation for another day, though. All right, boys. Next week, we're going to talk about Cass's uh, creaming <laughs> regimen. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, no, we're not. We can say that for no, the we're not. Week. No, we're not. Yes, yeah. That's an after dark podcast. Yeah, that's an after dark podcast. Yeah. All right, boys, take it steady. Inshallah, we'll speak again soon. Enjoy your time away, Mush. Thank you very much. Good office.